people are not going to get it, and it's going to cause him problems with the players. Right. It's already causing him problems with um, what's his face, uh, Devontae Adams. It's gonna. He's gonna be have major problems with Devontae this offseason. Major he said, problems. He said the only reason he came there was for Derek Carr. Absolutely. That he has no respect for McDaniel's. Yep. So. Yep. That's the problem when your best player is communicating to the whole team that you're a fraud. Is it? Is there? And you're going to have to have guys. He's going to have to have his guys uh, run through walls for him. Like, who is, are there a less than, is there a less than zero respect for a coach? Because <laughs> it's there with Demonte. Right. Right. It's crazy. It's too bad. It's too bad. I knew this was going to happen. I just knew it was a disaster from the minute he got hired. So. Well, no, it goes to biblical times, right? Yeah. Guys, guy was like in the Bible, he says, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. In the name of Paul, I rebuke you. And the demons were like, we know who Jesus is. We know how Paul is. Who are you, right? Yep, right. That's the, that's the whole lesson. Right. Thanks for not just song in a song. My way. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's just, <laughs> you know. It, you know what? It's just you have to do the McDaniel's way. He's trying to be Belichick, and you're not Belichick. Exactly. And do your own thing, man. Right. Exactly. And you can't. His dad is the coach. His dad. His dad. Right. Twenty-five uh, percent of the players on Ohio State come from the high schools and coaches related to I forgot Ben McDaniel's his dad. Uh, right. Ohio has. Uh, you know, cradle coaches, Ohio, right? From right. from George Steinbrenner, who's the second college linebacker coach to be a multi-billionaire, right? Yep. George Steinbrenner, Jerry Jones, linebacker coach, University of Arkansas. Hey, did, uh, did, did you see who did you see who was uh, doing the po- pre and post game for the Big Ten Network at the Ohio State game yesterday? Urban Meyer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do you think he was in the locker room at some point during the game? Oh yeah. Man, Those special he, he teams can, play all special teams was Urban Meyer. Yeah, that play that where they where Kirby Sparks all time out. That was yep. that was literally Urban Meyer sending signals from the from the Fox booth. You, you <laughs> catch him doing signals. Who is? I'm like, who's he doing signals with? This is an Ohio State game. Who is Urban? Because he's on TV. He couldn't help himself. No, he, he cannot. He was going like this. He was going yeah, like but, this. Who's he going like this? The the camera crew, right? Yeah, because. Yeah. The camera crew is not going to let them do signals on camera. No, I agree. Right? They have to have their own signals and stuff like that. Who's he signaling? All right. Uh, so from Thursday, Wednesday to here, what are some line changes? All right. So we got Atlanta's at six and a half now. Let me, let me look at my notebook here. Let's just to see. They were at three. Ooh. On Wednesday, it has gone up to six and a half. And that's because Colt McCoy, who was clear. They listened to the podcast and then they, they saw that we picked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colt McCoy was cleared and then he came up with symptoms. So he is right. out. DeAndre Hopkins is out. So right. that's why that line is shot up a little bit because the game's at Atlanta and people think. 
Atlanta is going to win by two touchdowns probably. So right, right. we got we got it at minus three on Wednesday night because that's where it was. That's <laughs> so where it was. you got to bet this stuff right there and then because if you do not, something like this will happen now where I'm sure some it, people have said six and a half. I'm going to do a barrage. I'm going to – this one I'll, I'll uh, post first, this line change, line change. But the line change, line change for the last six weeks, I'll put it on there. Because okay. not only has it been the line changes, we're giving you insight into how we come up with the picks, which is more important. Right, right. So that that's the, that's one of the biggest line changes because of two injuries. Another one that has gone down by half a point is San Francisco went from 10 to nine and a half. And what you got to, and that's a late game. So people got time on that. What you got to realize is this. I was just listening to something on before we came on here, before the pregame, pre-show. The Raiders are missing seven defensive players, seven defensive starters. They will not play today, which means San Francisco is going to have a backup crew on defense their offense is going to see. So I know nine and a half is a lot of points. But I don't know where, where the Raiders are going to stop Christian McCaffrey and that offense for San Francisco. It's just going to be hard for them to do it with backups. Right. So, right. you know, that's that's another game that people will take a close look at. In terms of spreads, they basically stayed the same. Miami's gone from plus four to plus three now. And as you said – pre-show is is their wide receivers are huge in their game plan which i agree with which i've you know i agree with that that's where the the patriots are down three starting defensive backs in today's game so they're gonna have a tough time stopping the passing game for miami so which which i kind of figured they would other than that half point there half point here so um you know right you gotta look at the big line swings uh, especially now where people are flooding to the casinos and they're trying to figure out numbers and stuff uh, with college going on now because so much money has been on college, so yep. much money was bet for and against Ohio State yesterday. Right. We're telling you, bet, you know, and people are like, okay, how can you track second half lines? Uh, we said it on a podcast. We published it on Twitter, and now we're saying it again on the live stream. Because people, oh, how can we track? I, how are your numbers accurate? You guys come up with a profit and I lost, you know? So it's about communication, but deeper than that. That's why we're going to, the last six weeks, right? So you don't worry about the outcome the last six weeks. Look at the whys. Look at the philosophy. Mm-hmm. So you can either agree with a philosophy or disagree with a philosophy, but you can make your own determination. Because this is about making your own determination. You can take all of our picks but all of our picks, if you take them, you got to do like uh, the, the kid that won $28,000, Jimmy. You got to take him each individually. No parlays, no teasers, no nothing. Just take each pick individually. And at the end of the day, we've proven continuously you come out with a profit. But the philosophy is... Not even philosophy, it's numbers. Yeah, I have to do numbers, I have to do taxes, I have to do this and that. The numbers tell me 
that Indianapolis has not covered a second half line in two years. So we were going giant second half line. The Giants are a second half team too. Debo does a lot of really good adjustment based on what he sees, right? Really good football coach, running a lot of good football coaches into the Giants to have the highest, one of the highest gaps illegally, but it's okay. One of the highest gaps, it's salary cap. And he has his team in the playoffs, literally by being more organized than the other teams. I did, I did miss one. Detroit was minus six Wednesday night at Caesar Sportsbook. Detroit is now minus four. Ooh. So people are betting Chicago. But why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Detroit at home is a totally different team. They are much, much better at home. They now this is the problem I see. There's casinos on January 1st, which I guess is today, yep. open in Illinois and in Ohio. Okay. Okay, there you go. There you go. They left That's out why. Ohio State lost that game because then you and I would have really made a lot of money on that Ohio State inefficiency. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to wait till. well, we don't have to wait long. We They're letting them bet on Ohio State basketball. So now we're going to start monitoring Ohio State basketball. But after bowl season, first things first. Yep. Uh, yep. Those people are blindly going in and betting the Bears. First day of January – Tradition of Mike Ditka, I don't know what, going out here betting the Bears. And I saw this other thing too, right? That's why Scott, being from the Northeast and us being from uh, the West, and then Jason and Jim from the Midwest, very important. Because I was reading the Chicago Tribune. And the Chicago Tribune, right, was – Louding how great Justin Fields is. Justin Fields is not, not saying any negatives about Justin Fields. And us as sports better, we have to focus on the negative because NFL's a PR machine. They only talk about the positive. We have to talk about the negatives in order to make money. And to keep money in our pockets and to keep our relationships. We keep watching exorbitant amount of football. We have to look at the negatives and monetize it. But he can read defense, and he has three major elements to his body. He, Justin Fields, good quarterbacks rise up to talent around them, okay? I.e. Tom Brady early in his career, I.e. Peyton Manning, I.e. Aaron Rodgers. All these quarterbacks, they raise That's up the right. talent around them. Have we seen Justin Fields do that with any of his wide receivers this year? No. 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 He's not. We said about Lamar two years ago, he cannot throw the ball and read defenses. Right. We said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. He cannot – He's not a good – he's a better passer now than he was two years ago when he first came in, right. but he still has trouble reading defenses. We've not seen Justin Fields throw the ball at all with any accuracy to anybody right, in right. Chicago. All he can do is run for 125 yards most games. Not all, but most. And the games he doesn't run for that, the Bears lose and they struggle and they don't score a lot. So well, – yeah. 
Justin Fields is a running back playing quarterback right now. He's right. not quarterback. Right. He's a defensive guy. He's not right. an offensive guy. He he cannot get Justin Fields' skills to a point where he can throw the ball 35. That's why they don't throw the ball 35. So Chicago Tribune is way off base on that. Way off. Base. Yeah, you know, it, it was really PR. It wasn't yep. journalism anymore. Yeah. So yep. I have to adjust too because if you look right. at the path, you die in the path. Right. Journalism is not what it was back then. You know, no back doubt. Then. No doubt. The, no these doubt. people are afraid of you know the powers that be. You know, you, get, you know the Godfather said, "Don't never, uh, never." doubt somebody or don't go against somebody when they're trying to make a living. So I understand that. They're making a living. But as we monetize these games and pay for vacations and pay for Christmas gifts and uh, for our lives with these picks, we have to uh, look at the negatives and mitigate them. And Justin Fields isn't close. Justin Fields had problems against Alabama, right? We had problems yeah. against Clemson. He lost yeah. Clemson in the in the national title game, and he got hit. I don't think he's ever really recovered from the hit he took no. in the Clemson game, you know. But he couldn't read defenses, and he was, right. you know, throwing interceptions. Different than C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud yesterday, very comfortable. He looked like an NFL quarterback he's sitting in the pocket. And, and he only took off uh, when it was man-to-man defense and those guys went deep against his receivers. Boom, he takes off. I'll, t- I'll tell you another guy I'm very impressed with, Marvin Harrison Jr. Very oh, impressed with him as a wide receiver. His dad taught him very well at a young age how to play wide receiver. So oh, yeah. he it, it, A lot of it was technique because he, he didn't necessarily have an athletic advantage against uh, yep. Georgia defensive backs. Yep. But technique-wise, everything-wise, if he doesn't take that hit, uh, Ohio yeah. State wins the game. Ohio State's going to win the game if he doesn't take that hit. Because when exactly. he went out, C.J. Stroud was 4 of 9 for 29 yards or something. So right. it clearly right. affected their offense. So um, uh, one uh, thing it, – it, It's just reaction, you know, and that's the thing. Yeah. Coaches hate it. It is – you got guys that are – guy might have a fourth right now. But W.D. and W. Dump snapped the ball, man. Yeah, on that punt, don't, don't no cadence, no, and that's the problem with repetition, right? That's why they say situational intelligence is real intelligence. Just yep. snap, line up, right. boom, line up, one on one, boom, snap. <laughs> yeah, very smart. He gave he, them doing the stupid. Why are you doing a kid? I never understood, and we'll never understand. You see it in the NFL, anyways. Why is there a cadence on a punt? Yeah, I don't know why. I have no, I have no idea why. No idea why. Take punts. The only thing I could think of, possibly, possibly, or you're looking at, you know, the the formation they're coming in to block it. Yeah, but you don't need you don't need a long cadence on a punt. Right. Um. One tip I will give is is in the second quarter for people out there that are listening, start looking at inline inline game betting because you could get some really nice odds. You know, right. say the Colts, just use the Colts game for an example. We, we know the Colts don't cover a second half line. Right. If the Colts are ahead, like 10 to 3 at halftime or something, take seriously take the Giants in the second half. Seriously, go. They'll be plus whatever. They'll win that second right. half. So look at the Giants. If Chicago's ahead of Detroit at halftime, Detroit will be plus, plus odds. Look at them. 
two in the second half. So so be looking at teams in the second half that are. What well, one, one that I'm going to look at is well, look at the Bears, right? The Bears were up on Detroit. You know, Detroit's coming back, right? Uh, the other one is, I think, Charlotte is up on Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay is targeted this game. So Tampa Bay, to them, it's like, this is Tampa Bay's bull game where they're throwing the kitchen sink at the other team. And their quarterback is a Hall of Fame quarterback who can handle a whole new offense today. You could throw a whole new offense to Tom Brady. Okay, oh, that offense you ran in 2012 with McDaniels, we're going to run that today. And it's other, the offense you ran in 2019. And your old Lloyd Carr offense, we're going to run that too. Every single series, we're running a different offense. Brady's can, like, okay. Can I, can I just tell you on the betting front, I listen. So Jim, Jim Coventry, who's, who's, you know, a friend of ours, both of ours, good guy. Yeah, get him again on the playoffs. Yeah. So this morning, 11 o'clock Eastern time, I turned on his thing. He said the, one of the first things out of his mouth was that Cole Komet's going to score a touchdown today. So I bet first half, first touchdown scorer, Cole Komet in the game. Nice. Who scored the touchdown? Cole Komet. Nice. <laughs> So I've cashed something already because Jim Coventry, will probably be on for the playoffs at some point um, and has been on in the past, said that Cole Komet was going to have a big game and score score a touchdown. So there you go. So it's collaboration, as as we say all the time. It's collaboration. You can't, you know. And um, Cubans say, like, a lot. No man is an island. Right. You got to collaborate and get information from all sides and be able to be able to and, and kind of take in a lot of different information. Yeah. And manage a lot of different things at the same time. You can only do that with other people. Right. And that's why, as we talk about when we have all of us on the podcast on Wednesday nights, it, it's so yeah. much better for all of us because right. we're listening to each other and Sometimes we change our picks right on the spot. I mean, I know I changed one Wednesday night over under one because right. of what you and Chad said. So, it, you know, it, it's vitally important that you get everybody together for collaboration, especially if you're betting. You know, right. you listen to this podcast, you're, you, you know, you, you go starting to approach the window, you're really unsure, and you just ask somebody, you know, what do you think? And then they talk you through it, and you you make the bet if you know if you're really questioning or or little hazy on on what we've said. So, you know, it's and very important is, to get collaboration. You know, and that's and that's the beauty of sports betting. Yep. How I've gotten really good information and given out really good information, been asked by random strangers for good information, right? Because you look the part. You go in there, and the first games are over NCAA tournament, and you're cashing all these tickets. Believe me. People are watching. Absolutely. The no private question. people go to the private part. Uh, I'm not at that level. I have to go to the public area. Like, <laughs> 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 and you're catching all these tickets and you take your tickets. You tip the cashier. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you another thing. I go to Vegas, you know, and I, you know, right in back of me are all my, my preseason betting clips. But I ask people, I, I see a guy wearing a dolphin's hat. I'll say, what do you think of the Dolphins this year? 
and right. he'll give right. me his opinion. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, right. I'm not going to lock it in, but I'm a, you know, the guys from Miami is wearing a Dolphins hat. So you just ask them, Hey, what, you know, what do you think about the Dolphins Tyreek? And then he gives you his honest opinion, you know, and then he, oh. he asks you a question and, and, you know, you go back and forth for five minutes. And sometimes that helps you with the bet. What they, yeah, what the they NFC, say. Pre, NFC preview podcast. We had, uh, uh, Don Vincent. Yeah. And we had another guy, Jim, a former kicker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He had a former kicker in the NFL that I met at Rams training camp. I have Rams, Rams fans. Yep. They let me know about the Rams. So we picked the, the Rams games correctly. Adrian Rob with Detroit. Right. You know what I mean? Jim right. and, and Jason over there with the Bears in the Midwest and you with, the, with New England. Yep. So we have a nationwide network where we collaborate, but we also do what, what Scott just said, uh, joint practices. There was a joint practice between the Saints and the Chargers, I remember, two years ago. Man, did I get every single thing I ever wanted to know about the Saints from these Saints fans. Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, no somebody flies from New Orleans to Los Angeles for a practice, for two joint practices. <laughs> You better ask them what they think about the Saints and what they think about uh, about Coach. They told me things about Coach uh, Payton that I never would have known. Right, and and with Boston opening up January thirty first, it's within a month now. The win opening up the sports book. You better believe I'm going to be in there asking questions when it comes to NCAA basketball. Hey, who are people picking? Hey, have you heard anything? Right, right. So. To, you know, I'll be on this podcast. You know, I'll do my research, obviously, when, when that time comes. But, but yeah, with this, yeah, yes. Yeah. We also so ask questions. Nice. You know, that's, that's nice because we have the whole year covered. And uh, you're going to help me how you did last year, right? So we're going to have a lot of fun. Absolutely. Just, uh, make a lot of money. It's, it's fun, but it's also business at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, we'll go from – this is the penultimate week. Yep. All right. Next week's the last week. Yep. Then you go playoffs. Then you start thinking about the playoffs really tonight when you see the matchups. Right. Next week, it's going to be a lot of scrub. Non- yeah. It's going to be a lot right. of non starters. And, and there's and, usually and, one game the NFL sets up. They, oh, if somebody wins, da, 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 they'll go to the playoffs. It's already been set up. It's Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville, that's, Tennessee. That's been set up. <laughs> that's the set up game for next week. Yeah. Right, right. The, the NFL always does. They always rig it that way. Yep. Uh, then it's the playoffs. Then from the NFL playoffs, you pivot. I pivot to Pac-12 basketball. Mm-hmm. And then I've done it the last few years. Uh, I'll look through the transcripts again, and I'll go through it. And then on every Monday, I'll go through the process of picking the NCAA tournament. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you look at college basketball. I'll be putting out picks for Pac-12 and the Big West. Then you got the NCAA thir- tournament in March. Mm-hmm. Then after the NCAA tournament in May, you have the Kentucky Derby. So the Kentucky Derby starts in May. Right. Usually in May it hasn't happened this year. College football magazines come out. So the reason we didn't lose any money, we didn't do as good as we did the year before, but we didn't lose any money is because in May, college football magazines come out. You start reading about spring practice. 
who yep. is going to be in the summer portal. No, the summer portal never existed. Have to add that in, you know. Yeah. yeah. To get the numbers back up. Yeah. We go through the triple crown races, and then we talk about um, fall from grace, right? George Navarro, Linda Rice, people like that a lot, downloaded it a lot. People who made a lot of money, but then fall from how does that happen? Why does that happen, right? And Scott and I been yeah. around over 100 years, right? Right. We learn for ourselves. We don't fall from grace. The grace we have, we want to, want to keep it. Uh, and then we look at corruption specifically. Now we got a really good number, right? So 8% of plays in the NFL in college football are raped for whatever reason. So we get into how that happens. So we can be at least 4 to 8% better on our bets, which could be a lot of money. One, one game can swing whether you made profit or not one week. Um, so yeah. why why is for the corruption? We give you what we have as rules of we're not lawyers, but we give you what we think is a rules of evidence, right? Eyewitness testimony, worst uh form of evidence, best is video with corroboration contemporaneously, right? So we have rules of evidence that we use as regular people to look at the corruption, to look at the conspiracies. And yeah, man, that flies because after the triple crown races, we give you Scott gave you winners, triple crown, right? We even posted on Twitter 50, 50 to one winner based. Remember that desert, whatever from Kentucky, Bassett. the Kentucky Oaks. Yeah, Kentucky Oaks. I remember that <laughs> 50 to one based on purely tracking the corruption, right? And the and horse racing for people to remember is the only sport. You don't have to pick the winning horse. Right, you can right. pick the second and third place horse and still profit. Right. So, exactly. And it's the only sport that we know of that we can profit off of not winning horses, not winning entries. So, in, in, in the only sport we know of that Bob Baffert could participate in. <laughs> <laughs> you would kick him out of your local Rotary Club, you would kick him out of anything. But horse racing, the way it is now, is the only sport that, you know, basically a known murderer of horses, Bob Baffert, can participate. Yeah. And we and we called that right when the puff piece for NBC came out about Baffert, that right. what was going right. on. Right. Yeah. No, we're, so. we're giving people information you can't get right now in the San Francisco Chronicle or the LA Times or New York Times trying, but they're not, not a, they're not giving what we're giving because the information is out there. We process it, we track it, we discuss it, Scott and I, right? But what happens is it, it gets scrapped from the internet. So you better print it out because it's not going to be on the internet anymore. And you say, and it's functional information, information we use to bet on um, football games, basketball games, horse races, and the proof is in the pudding. We Everything is authentic and transparent. We put it on Twitter. We say it on the podcast. We put it in the episodes. Now it's going to be better with that. And I'm going to be better this year, too, with uh, writing articles. So I'm going to, you know, put yeah. some articles. Because some, some people like to read. Some people like to look at videos. Some people like to listen to the podcast. Yep. Yep. I've heard, you know, everybody's got their own little little niche and how they want to succeed, how they want to prepare. So 
Right. You know, there's there's three ways to do it: read, write, or hear. So. <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your final thoughts here on the live stream today? Yeah, we're getting. I mean, we're getting close to the end here. It's the penultimate week in the NFL. You know, hopefully, you know, we'll again we're going to be here through the playoffs and beyond and the NFL draft and all that other stuff. So, um, Oh yeah. The you know, good luck, draft. I yeah, that. good luck today. Goal. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's the long, that's the long part of podcasting for us is the NFL draft. But yeah, because um, we sit there and we watch it anyway. So we live stream it. And you got information yeah. Last year we had a lot of people come on. Yeah. So different podcasts came on. You know, good luck today. I know the game. Podcast came on. Agent Rob came on. Yep. Jim yep. came on two years ago, so maybe we get more people. I think we're gonna get more people because the podcast and everything has grown so much. Yeah, and and to be A honest with you, and to be honest with you, that's Jim's niche is the NFL draft and you know studying players and stuff like that. So a lot of people have their own niche in in what they do. So. Um, but again, the, everything leads into everything. So half the games have started. Just watch into the middle of the second quarter, see what the scores are, see how the games are going, and look at the, the betting lines, the in-game betting lines. And, and if you like one, you know, use it. Like like Josh says, Colts second half line never cover. You know, so if, if the Colts are up, I hope they're up seven nothing, ten ten three at halftime. Yeah, they just hit a big play. Yeah, yeah. So they they're. They're going to score. They haven't scored yet, but they're going to score probably. Right. Um, so the Giants, this is the Giants' MO. Start slow start, and then start uh, start making big plays as the game goes on. So, you know, good luck to everybody out there. You know, happy yeah, it's already, it's already We're so old. We're like, oh, the Colts are scoring. We're looking to, <laughs> to go the other way. <laughs> I mean, Detroit, Chicago, 7-7. It's the middle of the first quarter. So, right. you know. Eventually, these teams are going to slow down. I, I think the under is a pretty good bet. So, eventually, these teams are going to slow down. You know, so it's not going to be 41 38. I don't think. No, no, no. It's not, not going to be the college. Yeah, no, it's not going to be Michigan and you, you, uh, TCU from yesterday. Or even Buffalo Chiefs in the playoffs last year. No, the, those guys don't have the same skill set. And I think, I think we have several niches, but I think. Let me know what you think. We'll end with this on this because it'll be a full podcast. People can listen to yep. months from now and get really good information from. Yep. Let me know if you agree. Sure. I think we have down as a niche to the guy sports calendar. The regular average guy who likes to bet, who makes money betting, who uses it to buy functional things. Yep. We have the guy sports betting. And it came with this guy, $30 million liquid. He was looking at me. He's like, "Man, this is the the time for the Tour de France where I possibly touch the Tour because there's nothing on, right?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's like the guy sports killer. Oh yeah, I do that too. I fall asleep to the Tour de France because there isn't any yeah. things going on." Yeah, you know what I mean. So we we got the guy's sports calendar, 365 days a year now, on on. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. I'll give you another sport that's caught on. I go to Vegas in September, as everybody knows. Tennis. U.S. Open tennis is a big bet in September in Las Vegas. So everybody is betting everything now. 
So my philosophy is get good at one, stay good at one, and then maybe dabble a little in something else. But like college basketball, so like college football, good. like yeah, exactly. You We've can't be. Ba- you were a basketball coach. Yeah, we were watching college basketball her life. NBA yep. playoffs that I forgot to mention. NBA Absolutely. playoffs. Yep. And they're changing it, so you have to kind of manage it. But it it used to start in April, now starting in May, going all the way through July. Right. Just just realize this. We just realize this. Exactly. Exactly. Just realize this is a better. Just because you're really good at NFL doesn't mean you're going to be really good at, at baseball. Doesn't no. mean you're going to be good at hockey. Doesn't mean you're going to be good at basketball. Get really, really good. Win 65 to 70% of your bets every year for three years. Right. And then go into something and then dabble in something else. But until you can win 65 to 70% consistently in the NFL, you, sh- you shouldn't be dabbling in hockey or, or tennis or, or auto pre race. Know, know the level of research it takes. Yes. You yep. and I are talking about the NFL draft. You and I are talking about. I do really well. This year's been my worst year. I still made profit yep. in college football, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if you're going to bet hockey, know <laughs> all the junior hockey teams and know the family ties between the hockey teams and the, and the goalies and know the percentages of home, do- home yeah. dogs, right? Yeah. You have to know that. I don't have the time to do that. Uh, analytics. Hundred percent. You can use analytics to bet baseball. However, you have to know all the umpires. You have to know all the hundred and twenty umpires, right? Because each umpire every four days is calling balls and strikes, which is the most important part. And know whether they have a tight strike zone or a wide strike zone. If you don't know all of that, you should not be betting any baseball. If you don't know, if you can't. If I give you a quiz and you can't tell me all the junior hockey teams that exist in Canada and all the main players, top number one players on each team, you should not be betting hockey. <laughs> really? Because hockey is insane. So same thing with tennis, right? I got a really good tip on tennis early rounds. Okay. Yeah. And, and sometimes I bet it, sometimes I don't. Now I don't because I'm so removed from tennis, I know Theme is one of the major tennis players. I've never seen him play. I've seen Dirkubic play, and now one of the major guys I've seen play is out. He, he retired. Yeah. So people are big on tennis. Somebody I trust and know, hey, man, you got to bet Serena on this. Oh, okay. I made money on Serena based on media. And she said she was going to retire. She was getting plus money. On her first match. And I'm like, come on. She can't lose her first match. Even the person playing against her is going to say, hey, listen, there's too much money involved with Serena winning and coming back here. This is New York. There's no way you can win, right? So I bet that. Right. But I'm not going to – I didn't bet any more USO other than one match where because the media basically set up Serena to win it. And then I, I researched it and I saw that Serena was getting plus money. Now, did I bet $1,000 like I do on an NFL game? Then I sat with with Scott in the draft, right? No, no. I bet no. fifty bucks on Serena plus money, and one, and didn't bet another tennis match again. So, so I'll 
I'll end with this. I'll, I'll give you a little insight to my preparation for Wednesday night show. Tuesday, we do the Hawthorne effect. So, so I take a little break. This, this, this notebook right here wow. is from week, week 11 through right now. And it's basically filled. I go through every NFL game. I write down percentages. You show percentages on the air sometimes. So, so yeah. I write down percentages. I write down any little notes I can give. I have depth charts, everything, injury, stuff like that. So that that goes into my mind. I For four hours on Tuesday morning, I get up at 8 o'clock I'm at my computer until 12, 1230, just yeah. going through research for eight or nine games. And then I go back Wednesday morning and do the rest of the research. So it, it, like, uh, like we're telling you, it's you have to research what you put out there on Wednesday night. Because if you don't, you're looked at as somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about, who doesn't know what they're doing, who just is say, sitting there saying, I'll pick the Dolphins over the Patriots because they've lost four in a row. You can't do that. You have to do the research. And Chad does it and Josh does it. And, you know, so that's, that's what makes us a really good podcast is we're all researching this stuff. And do we miss some stuff sometimes? Yeah, we do. Because yeah, we have wives, we have to live. We have other jobs. Yep. Other, other sources of income. Yep. So that's my that's my research for Tuesday and NBA playoffs. It's not as much research, but it's the same way. Is is you're looking for any edge you can possibly find, and somebody that has not talked about an injury that you talk about could be the difference. So. Yeah. No, and I have subscriptions to what fifteen. Yep. City, I watch press you know, conferences. I, watch, I do press all conferences, looking at body language. Yeah, uh, like seeing prints, and then half of it's math. So here's here's I, one. I, I do a lot of a lot of a lot of math, and then you look at uh, trends because if something's going one way, Vegas knows, and Vegas is going to go the other way. Look at Josh McDaniel's press conference right. because the Raiders are the hot topic right now. His body language is awful right now. Awful. Because he knows he came in a situation and he screwed it up. He knows it. Absolutely. And then they got the best wide receiver in the NFL because of his quarterback. And he screwed that up too. Right. So, I mean, body language is a a really important thing in betting too. And what he doesn't listen to. Because if he's not listening in a press conference, he's not listening to the overall picture. And then the people around him, right? Like yep. you and I would have told him his first press conference, listen, when they ask you about Bill Belichick, you say, listen, I am going to be my own man. I'm not Bill Belichick. Exactly. 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 So he's doing it wrong. I just, I just don't like the way he's going about things, but that's here. They will just profit by what he's doing. So Exactly. All right, so we'll close it like we close every podcast. You make it. You don't have to pay extra sports a thousand dollars. Scott will tell you the extra sports is what uh, charging a thousand dollars. You do not have to pay action sports a thousand dollars. You can listen to us. What Scott just said, all the information, all the research we do, then you benefit from that research by putting money in your pocket, and then we we don't just give you. A fish. We teach you how to fish. We give you both so you can make your own picks.
Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you live. 